Hey, what's going on, Train Hard Live Strong family? You know who I am. I'm your host, Coach Matt, owner of Athletic Beings Training and Apparel. Today on the show, we have our very first lupus survivor. So stay tuned, y'all, because she has amazing insights on her journey, not only with lupus, but also dropping 93 pounds. Crazy, crazy. Um, and before we jump in this episode, y'all, I just want to thank every single one of you who are taking the time to not only listen to the episodes, but share the love to your friends, your family, um, you know, people that you know that could grab value from these episodes because we bring on amazing guest speakers on the show to share their experiences, their value within everything that they've done with their careers, their life, their health, their fitness, so that we can better inspire other people to believe in themselves. So if you simply leave a five-star review or write something nice in the reviews, uh, subscribe, you'll be notified whenever all the upcoming episodes are airing, and you can also help us so that our episodes get pushed out to more people in the uh, you know in the entire world, because we're trying to go global over here, y'all. And before we jump in as well, if you have trouble finding what kind of workouts you want to do, if you are always traveling or on the move, or if right now you still don't feel comfortable enough to go into a gym setting, if you go over to hityourgoals.vhx.tv, H-I-I-T-Y-O-U-R-G-O-A-L-S.vhx.tv, I now have a platform with all my HIT workouts, and right now we have published the 10-minute app home workouts that you can do. They're a five-day series for you to strengthen your core, tighten up your core, and get the nice six-pack or eight-pack or ten-pack, whichever one you want um, within these five-day series, okay? So go ahead, check that out if you're having trouble with any you know workouts you've been trying to figure out to do with your body or if you're trying to shred fat, build muscle, or just, you know, just find different things that you like to do for your body and health, all right, ladies and gentlemen? But here we go. Let's go ahead and dive in this episode. Hey everyone, Coach Matt here, and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast, where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers, and people who have gone through dramatic transformations, and we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode here on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. I'm your host, Coach Matt, and today we have an amazing guest speaker on the show, uh, someone who's been through it, y'all, like someone who um, has an amazing perspective and view on herself, her body, and what's been going on uh, with inside her health. And not just that, but the, the way that she's viewed herself throughout this entire journey, even before it is truly amazing. So anyone out there right now who is suffering with any body positivity uh, or anything that they uh, you know, have towards viewing themselves, this is going to be the podcast episode for you. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here's our guest speaker today, Andrea Elliott. <laughs> What's up, girl? How you doing? Good, good. Happy to be here. Happy to yeah, be here. It's very nice to finally talk to you and yeah. see you in prison, so it's going to be fun. Yeah. It's good. So you, uh, you live. We live pretty close to each other. We're both in Houston. Yes. Yeah. You're yeah. like twenty minutes away from yeah, me. Yeah, it's like twenty three minutes. I'm not too bad. Right. And you've been here in Houston for a while. All my life. All your life. Thirty three years. No way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thirty three years. <gasps> okay. And you were yeah. like, like Houston. Houston. Yeah, A Leaf. I grew up in A Leaf, Southwest Houston. 
Okay, wow. So, okay, I'm from California. Okay. I moved to Arizona, like, in junior high-ish. Okay. And then went to high school. And then after a year later is when I enlisted. And okay. then I was in Alaska for the past four years. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, so, so when did you come here to Houston? 2017. Oh, okay. Oh, you're, so you're fresh. Yes. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. You live out in the outskirts. Yeah. <laughs> have you been to, like, Houston, Houston? This oh, yes. I have. Houston. <laughs> so, I have this been. Is a, this is, like, Sister Houston. Yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, so where I'm at, what would you call it? The Sister Houston? Or like, yeah. This isn't even Houston. Okay. Yeah. It's just no. like what? Sub- it's not suburbs either. This is the burbs. This, this is, is right? Burbs. Yeah. See, I don't know my stuff yet. Yeah, no. You got to go to like the Heights or like East uh-huh. Town. Yeah. How old are you, Matt? Okay, I'm 26. I just turned 26. Dude, yeah. You got to go where everybody else like you live. Like, yeah, right? Yeah, if you're, if you're, and you're single? No, I, my, my girlfriend's here actually. Okay, well then, yes. Both of you guys though, are y'all trying to like settle down and have kids? If you're trying to settle down and have kids, then this is like the place for uh-huh. you. If you guys are just trying to like thrive and like live y'all's best like, not single lives, but like y'all's best like thriving. Party life, yeah. yeah. Just like having fun with like other couples. Uh-huh. Then the Heights and like that area, East Downtown, like that area is for you Your guys. spot. It's yeah. funny because we, we are pregnant. We're having a, a boy in two months. Oh my God. Yeah, thank you. I know it's so fun. That's why it's so cool to have you here too, because you've had two kids. Yes, so it's gonna be so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, so, do you have any names? Are you? Are you? Yes, Damien, Luca, Santiago. Oh, yeah, I know. It's kind of just go in, yeah. goes in, huh? That's really nice. <laughs> yeah, I like it too. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um, so, for everyone who doesn't know who you are, our current listeners, future listeners, um, can you give like a nice little background story about who you are and how you got to where you are today? Okay, so I am. I'm 33 years old. I'm a mm-hmm. single mother of two boys, 13 and nine. Um, I have been on my fitness journey for about six years. I was diagnosed with lupus in December, uh, 2014. It's an autoimmune disease. Right. Um, this is my third autoimmune disease. I'm also, I also suffer from hypothyroidism Mm. and Hashimoto's. Those kind of go hand in hand with each other. Um, and when I was diagnosed with lupus, I, um, was just given a bunch of prescription medicines and was just kind of told here, take these and like, God be with you basically. Right. Um, it's crazy. at that point I had hit my rock bottom. Lupus is hereditary. It's mm. not anything that, um, j- because I was overweight, uh, I like, uh, as a result, I inflicted upon myself. It, it just, mm. it just happened to just come out. Um, but since then I decided to take matters in my own, in my own hands. I lost about 40 pounds in doing like a whole 30 before whole 30 was, um, a thing, thing right? yeah or before i knew about it mm-hmm. um and i was just really trying to figure out what my flare-ups were and so my like a flare-up feels like if you ever got into a fight or like had your like butt whooped right and then had the flu so it's like body aches it's uh, fibromyalgia it it's very excruciating people die from um die from lupus or they die from the the symptoms of it okay um it like attacks your body your um, God, it's, it's, people typically get like a butterfly rash. Um, it's so strange. Affects, yeah. It's, they're typically sensitive to the sun. Right. I, I fortunately am not. Um, but I had to change my entire eating habits and just tr- try to go from there and see what triggered this and what triggered my flare ups. Um, a lot of that was food related and a lot of, I think a lot of our diseases today, um, t- typically happen from our, 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 um, stem from they do stem from food oh absolutely yes so yes. i i was able to find out through four to five months of just kind of doing this on my own just trying to figuring out that anything fried dyed processed red meat pork 
It created flare-ups. Chocolate, yes. Everything. Alcohol just created flare-ups, and they were very excruciating. Wow. Um, I mean, I had to be on pain medication, and I just I didn't like taking the pain medication. I didn't, obviously, I didn't like the way the pain felt. Yeah, right. Um, so I did that, and then I started also doing, like, cardio and just getting mm-hmm. on the elliptical for you know, however many, like 30 minutes to an hour, a few just trying to do gym. what you yeah, could just trying to, just trying to like move my body, Figure it out. body emotion stays in motion. Mm-hmm. So, um, lost 40 pounds in about four months and was like, okay, I feel better. Let's see. But at, I was almost 240 pounds and it was about 200 pounds at this point and had a lot of loose skin, loose, saggy skin. Right. And one of my, um, girlfriends was like, why don't you lift weights? And I was like, I do, but I don't want to be like this big, yeah, buff man right. <laughs> or whatever. That's like in my dreams, but I just don't want to be this like big buff man. Uh-huh. So, um, after she, she suggested that I, I remember like going over to like the, the weight rack or like where the dumbbells were at and was like. I'm just going to randomly do curls. Like I had no idea what I was doing. Right. And I remember I just started looking on like Instagram and just started doing what the Instagram girls were doing. Okay. Um, and just, I was self-taught. I had a lot of injuries, I, a lot of injuries, but by the end of that year I had lost 60 pounds. Wow. Um, this is, you said 2004, 16, 15, 15, 15. 15. Okay, 15 okay. I lost 60 pounds. Um, and I felt great. I felt right. great. I just, I had a love for lifting weights and from then it just, it progressed from there. But my weight loss journey was not, and that's something that I definitely want to let your listeners and anyone else listening know that my journey was not, um, it was not linear. And so right. my journey, the next year I ended up gaining 30 pounds because I was trying to do a bulk. Like I see the Instagram models okay. or like, I'm gonna try this yeah, thing fitness, yeah. So I'm like, Oh yeah. I want a big butt. I want bigger muscles. Uh-huh. Yeah, I want, yeah. So I would, I did this bulk uh-huh. and I love food. I still love food. Right. Um, so I ended up gaining 30 pounds because of it. And I was like, Oh, this is not a, this, I, I don't know what a bulk is. Right. So I just was like stuffing whatever in my mouth. And did it look I, I like did, you physically, your, your physique? How did it look? I did um, it, you just go backwards or did you build some muscle you felt I, like? Or? Uh, I built a little bit of muscle, but it, it mainly went to like where it was. Yeah. Originally. Yeah. Okay. My, it mainly went to like to my gut area okay. because I, I just packed it on so quickly and it right. was a bunch of like junk food. And that's where you so, store yours mostly. I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty proportionate even okay. as a bigger girl. Like mm-hmm. I, I was pretty proportionate, um, everywhere, but it, it, it did go back to my stomach. So I, I lost 30 weight, uh, 30 pounds in, mm-hmm. uh, I think that was 2016 next year. I had plantar fasciitis. So I gained another 30 that pounds. That stuff will wreck yes! you. You can't do nothing. For six months, I did steroid shots, a boot, um, yoga, massages, uh, foam oh. rolling, KT tape. That's when I learned yeah. about KT tape. Um, I did so many things and so like nothing. The only thing that really worked was, um, acupuncture and then those towel stretches like stretching out my toes like this yes and grabbing it stretching out my toes yes like this and, and yeah yeah that's, that was the only thing that that really helped um so i lost the 30 pounds and then the following year i went through a divorce mm-hmm. in 2018 okay and just really just dedicated myself in the gym i lived in the gym i just didn't want i didn't want to come home to a sad empty house right um so when my ex would take my kids i would just go to the gym and just run my little heart out and i did a lot of cardio um, and so my body just looked like just, a 13 year old boy. I just was like, boop, <laughs> oh my boop. Gosh. I had, I had no, uh, curves to me. And uh-huh. so I was very happy. I had, I'd lost, um, 93 pounds. 
And, but I'd lost all my curves with my, Mm -hmm. with, with that as well. Mm -hmm. So at that point I then had to start building my body back up and and I built my body. I built, um, my legs, I built my butt, I've built the muscles that I have and I've kept that, I've maintained that for about two years now. Wow. See, that's crazy. So your body has gone through like, um, I think it's very fast, especially for you being a coach as well, which is like super valuable. You've had it to where you were overweight and then super skinny yeah. and then building curves. So like you've, you know, if someone both, were to come, yes, yes, yes. So when I, ha- when I have, you know, clients that are overweight or if I have clients that are underweight mm-hmm. and it's like, Hey, I, I know I understand both spectrums of it. Yeah. I may not have been, you know, a hundred pounds, but I do understand the, the troubles that both both clients or both spectrums you know having to lose the weight but try to maintain those curves or trying to build those curves back and just you know having to to eat in a calorie surplus and just yeah yeah it's 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 hard work both 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 spectrums are are hard work if i had to say which one was harder for myself personally um in in my own opinion having to build my body from being where i was at that has been the most uh the most work for me right so being from the the skinny right skinny fat basically right uh or just just super skinny yeah just very skinny yes very skinny very lean having to to build my body from 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 that that. yep well, why do you think it's harder? Just because it takes more, like, it's, 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 a it's statistic. Like it's, it's a lot of dedication. Yeah. It's a lot of dedication. Um, having to eat right, making sure that, because you can't sit there and just starve yourself and think, oh, I'm going to get, I'm going to grow a butt. I'm going to grow muscles. But then you also can't uh, sit there and, you know, stuff your face with mm-hmm. a bunch of junk and think, oh, this is going to make me grow a butt. Yes, you're going to grow a butt. You're going to grow a gut, too. <laughs> grow so a butt and a gut. You're going to grow a butt <laughs> and a gut. Yeah. So having to, you know, eat the, the correct amount of macros and correct amount of carbs and mm. proteins and fats and then doing the correct amount of exercises and then knowing exactly you know how how to squat how to do those things what to do what what exactly what exercises to yeah. hit so that you you know you hit those target muscles and, and grow the things that you want to grow right yeah it just it took a lot of work it took a lot of work and a lot of science behind it yeah it is hard right yeah. see one thing that that is crazy too is as coaches or as as anybody yeah. If you go to school, okay, obviously, like, you, to go to school to become a coach or nutrition coach or whatever it is you want to do, it's um, the books that you read and stuff like that is very, like, powerful, right? Very powerful. But one thing that I will always, always feel like is more valuable is is self-experience because yes. you get to see it within yourself. Absolutely. And then you're not, it's not like being uh, hypocritical because whenever you learn something and you know it's fact, mm-hmm. then you can help your clients because you know. But if you know because, hey, this is what I did and this will help me, yep. then you have trust within the words that are coming out of your mouth right. and the programs that you're giving to help that person. Right. I think that's, that's crazy. I can t- I'll tell clients, like, they'll complain, like, oh, you know, this hurts, this hurts. And I'm like, I know exactly. Or, hey, right. let, like, as we're going into an exercise, I'm like, let me know if your hip flexor starts to hurt as we're doing leg lifts. I've had this ex- I've had this injury several times. Sometimes, you know, my hip flexors were hurting the other day as I was doing this. Let me know mm-hmm. that I'll give you a modified. Like, it's so, like... I, I understand if you're, yeah. even if your eyelash hurts, I understand <laughs> I've had this injury before, but right. it's, it's not being facetious. Like I, no, exactly. I, yeah, I, I completely understand that chances are, especially being self-taught, I've, I've had these injuries. So like speak up or I've had these experiences, please speak up. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, no question is dumb. No injury is dumb. 
speak up and just ask me if I don't know the answers to it, I'll find somebody. I'll, I know somebody that has had right. an issue that you're going through and I'll try to find the answers myself. Yeah. See, and that's crazy, man. And you've been coaching people for, for a little while? Like, uh, for, oh wow, for two to three years now? Two, three years now. Yeah, two, three years. Wow. Mm-hmm. And what's been like, what do you enjoy about not just helping yourself, but helping these other people? Oh, wow. Um, the thing I enjoy the most when they like they already have confidence in themselves mm-hmm. pulling that confidence out of them the look on their face whenever they do something that they didn't believe they could do before when they like feel discouraged or they're like i don't know if i can really do this and i'm like just like just do it like Stop i know you, can. you can't do yeah, it yeah just do it like i know you can i know you can i'm not yeah. going to put you in jeopardy I don't want to be sued, but I'm not, I don't, <laughs> but I'm not going to put you in jeopardy. Right. Like, trust me. Trust yeah. me. I got, I got you. Yeah. I got you family. Let me hold you. you. I'll like, carry you. <laughs> Come on. And so when they, the first time that happened, um, I was helping a client squat. She had two herniated discs mm. and I was helping her squat. She was, um, no, she got two, two herniated discs. Right. Um, I was helping her like squat. Like her lower? Smith, yes, like, on her lower. That's the worst. I know. I know. And I was helping her squat on the Smith machine and we were just, she had never been on the Smith machine before. So mm. I was helping her like going through it. And when she squat and she came up and she just like the look of like accomplishment and like confidence in herself, like, wow, I just did that. Like, yes, you did. Yes, you did. Like you're not letting, you know, whatever, whatever it is you're you're going through, you're not letting your back, you're not letting anything stop you. Like that, I was like, I want more of that. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't even me that that happened to me. It was like her victory. I just, I, I I felt that. And I was like, I want more of that. Like, it's just like a drug. It's so addicting. Yes. It, it felt like my victory. Yes. I had a client um, uh, two days ago. She had, she, it was her one year anniversary with me. And so she came and did a one-on-one with me right before my virtual class. Those are so and awesome, by the I way. I love the a a whole year. A whole year. A whole year. I told, I'm so proud of her that she stuck with us for a whole year. You're like, dude, we got to like party or something. Yes. Have fun. Yeah. yeah. We, we definitely did. And she... She came just doing bodyweight squats. I put her on my story. She just, she just did bodyweight squats mm-hmm. um, when she initially came to me. And then for her one year, I think her max squat was 115 pounds. Dude. And the look on her face after she racked it, she looked at me. She was just like... No way. I, yeah, she she was speechless <laughs> no for a few seconds. Uh-huh. She was like... What? And I was like, you, you did that. <laughs> like, and she did several reps of it. So uh-huh. I'm pretty sure we she could probably stick some have the plates. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She did several reps of it. Like, uh-huh. yeah, I just, I was so in awe of her. I was like, do you understand that you came to me a year ago and we were barely doing bodyweight squats and perfecting your bodyweight squats. Mm-hmm. Now look at you. Like we're sticking 35s on like you look at you. You're oh, yeah, girl. Yes. Look at you. Like, look at the progress. Like, I'm so proud of you. It's not even just the physical stuff, like the mental hurdles, like get out of your head mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. just the things that she's accomplished. I'm so proud of her. I'm so proud of like, I, I chase after that. I love clients yes. that are like that, that get out of their head, that just continue to push and push on their own. Even if they don't stick with me, I, I just, I love seeing that. I love mm-hmm. seeing them just do well for themselves. And that's, that's the biggest thing for me. I love seeing people change and better themselves. That's, right. that's why I do what I do. That's why I, lo- I love this. It is. It's like a drug. Yeah, it is. It's, it's it really crazy is. whenever you, uh, you do, you do something that makes you happy, right? So yeah. training makes, so everything you just said right now is like, like I got so much stuff in my head right now. So, so <laughs> tell me, tell me. So, okay. So on your own training makes you happy. Yeah. Okay. And so that's something that makes you happy. All right. 
But there's so much more whenever you help somebody else find their happiness. And because you just gave that to them, right? So as trainers, as coaches, yeah. people who help people with wellness or this and that, they're um, – as a kid, I never thought I would be a coach. Yeah. I knew fitness was always in my life, you know, always since yeah. I was 13. I was always in the gym, da da da. Uh, trial and error, injuries, this and that, learning about yourself. But I wanted to be an architect, and then I wanted to do this and then that. Yeah. And so I never thought I would do this, right? People would think, like, oh, trainers, they're just trainers, you know? But now that we're in the field, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, every other profession out there is very important doctors, nurses, yeah. psychiatrists, all those people are very, very important. Uh, and they're, you know, experts in their field. But as trainers, we get someone that is not happy with themselves, either not happy with themselves or realize that they love themselves enough to change. Yes. And, and we, yes. we as trainers, we take in the emotional stuff they go through, stuff yes. at home. They come and vent. You're building up those blocks for them to be a stronger mom, uh, dad, whoever, brother, sister, mom, you know, anyone. Um, and you're, so we, have, we play so many different roles. So it's like it's not like you are helping someone – by counting reps and giving them sets and having them, hey, eat this whenever you go home. It's like you're emotionally involved in this together and, and we bring so much out of people that they can't see. It's so, I have to say though, it's really, it's twofold. Mm-hmm. It's not just like a one-sided thing where, because I'll have clients, they'll thank me like left and right. Thank you so much for doing this for me. Thank you so much for making this change. And, and yeah. I have to tell them, number one, that wasn't me that made the change. Like you did I'm this. Yeah, I'm just here. Uh-huh. But two, I learned so much from them. There are times when like yes. I'm venting about this or whatever. I'm learning from them. I'm learning about parenting, parenthood. I'm learning, you know, how to be a better significant other. I'm learning mm-hmm. how to be a better girlfriend, how to be a better businesswoman, whatever yes. it is. I'm, I'm learning from them. I'm, I'm taking it mm-hmm. all in. I'm learning from either their errors or I'm learning from the positive things that they're doing. And I'm like, Ooh, I like that. Yep. I'm, I'm going to take this in and mm-hmm. just, I, I feed off of their vibes, their energy, or they feed off of mine, but it's a, it is a two way street. I love my one-on-ones. I love my virtuals though too, but I, my oh, yeah. one-on-ones are just, there's something about it. It's like, it's like a, it's like a date each time. It's it, yeah. it, it really is. It's like a, it's like an yep. intimate. You said you date. said a time yeah. and day. Yeah, and we're gonna meet up. Yeah, <laughs> it really is it's like an intimate date though, because uh-huh. we're not just sitting there working out, and I'm not just counting reps for them. I mean, we're talking and we're listening to music. Yeah, we're, we're yeah, we're really just vibing and having fun. And I, it's like happy hour minus the alcohol. Right. It really is. During happy hour, you're sitting there talking, laughing, giggling, dancing, you know, whatever, venting, and and just yeah, it really is. It's like happy hour. In a gym setting without alcohol, with BCAAs <laughs> like or the, pre-workout. <laughs> yeah, take, take your shot. Take and, your shot at yeah. pre-workout. Let's go. Let's go. Let's and, the, go. and the bar is like, you yes, know. Yes, and then it's a wrong bar. It's a it's it's the bar you're going to lift, straight, uh-huh. not the bar you walk into. Yeah. yeah. So it's, that's funny. Yeah. Whenever you uh, whenever you got diagnosed with lupus, you yeah. were already a mom? Yes. Yep. You had both kids already. Yes, I already had both kids. Yes. So as uh, I, I will always and forever say this. Always, 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 always. I was raised by my mom and my grandma. Okay. And my 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 mom got married when I was like five or six. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my stepdad, he did good. You know, he was a uh, but he dealt with a lot of stuff, so he was never like mm-hmm. emotionally involved. Mm-hmm. So um, that was kind of like I never really had the best father figure. Mm-hmm. But my mom, and my grandma played both roles, mm-hmm. right? Both roles, big time. And uh, but the the power of like of a woman is is will always and forever be I think the highest thing on planet earth and then whenever you get someone to a female to begin training and taking care of themselves and pushing their limits dude yes. creating such crazy power yes, dude, dude you know yes. and then so whenever yes. you got diagnosed with lupus like that is 
you that is just something else that could have been negative, right? Right. And I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure at some moments it was negative, but you use that to to be stronger as a woman, and then now your kids, I've seen that for years, and like so now they know what a woman should look like, and th- and they know like what strength looks like, you know. So how did you? How did you go through that? Because you're obviously a role model and idol to your kids as well. So like, I can feel my eyes like watering up right now. How I'm did, very emotional. This, it's okay. I, no, but I, I to to stop you though. Before I even answer your question, I have to say that I had just finished telling a client of mine on the way over here. Uh-huh. I'm so proud of her because I, I'm asking her, I'm like, please post your progress pictures, and she, you know, we're going over like doubt and stuff like that and fear. And I was like, I'm so proud of you because we're we're just talking about like her her progress between the two pictures. And I was like, well, it's beyond that. You are yes. a mom yes. of three kids. Uh-huh. You are a wife. You are setting the precedent for you are you are the example like mm. of your of your household. You have your husband on nutrition on nutrition coaching. You yourself are that. And then she's a virtual client, so like I see her kids, you know, running around in the background, stuff like that. They see mom is working at seven o'clock or mom's working out at seven o'clock. They see mom is not, you know, hanging out with us, but she's doing her thing. She's working out. And then sometimes I have to say, like during virtual workouts i see kids doing push-ups or doing squats or doing it's fun yeah they see they see mommy doing it monkey see monkey do Uh so they see mommy doing it they want to do it too so you are setting the precedent for that like like women i think you know we think like oh and it's not to dim light on the man at all no no it's really really not but i think you know women they think like oh it's the man's man no ladies we we really set that precedent for like for our family like we you know we hold that glue and we hold the glue and i think each person like the man holds a a special precedent the women does the woman does too but Mm -hmm. the woman does too but uh, these ladies though they really really like they're they're really the glue and they really do just set the example for their household like when when their husbands see them working out it's like oh yeah now my husband's taking a walk with me or now he's doing this or now i have him eating healthier now i have the rest of the household eating healthier Mm -hmm. we got rid of these you know cheetos or we're not doing pizza every you know every other day now we're starting to do chicken tacos yeah we're just making little healthy little adjustments small adjustments it's like ladies y'all have so much of an impact on your household on, on what you guys eat on what you guys do on what you guys uh-huh. wear and and so much like y'all our opinions matter and what we big do. time yeah, big like, time like and I'm, I'm i'm just so so proud of of that so going back to uh what was your, what was your question your How, so whenever you got so whenever it initially happened right yeah. so like um you're so there's obviously a phase to where you don't know what's going on with your body yes and then you finally get diagnosed yes and all this is happening and you have to take care of yourself, okay? Because that's your health, yeah. right? Uh, I guess in reality, your kids weren't diagnosed. You were diagnosed. Yes. But then still, you're like, okay, uh, I have like two kids. I have myself. And I, I have you know, a, a job where I got people who I'm impacting or whatever. Um, like, How did you get past that? Like, What were some things that helped you kind of push? Um, I was very quiet about it in the beginning. I would say... See, why were you quiet about it? I was it? very quiet because I was, I was embarrassed and mm-hmm. I... I didn't really understand my um I didn't really understand my disease and I didn't have anybody else um to lean on right. so that's one thing that I would say is that like no matter what it is that you're going through reach out for help find somebody mm-hmm. that understands what you're going through and reach out for help whether it's a disease that you're going through whether it's um 
divorce separation, whether it's, you know, body image, whatever it is, reach out for somebody that's not going to judge you Mm -hmm. or question or whatever. Reach out to somebody that is going to just support you and understand you. And I wish I would have done that. I Mm -hmm. wish I would have reached out to other fellow loopies. And when I started doing that on Instagram is when I started, you know, feeling just more support, you know, like, okay, this is, this is what's going on with my body. I understand that. I understand this now. I understand these are the causes and stuff like that. Okay. Um, is when I, is when I felt supported. Um, but just being isolated and alone, like mm-hmm. it's, it's not, I, I really wish I wouldn't have done that. I just felt very, um, yeah, very just, very just alone. Like, mm-hmm. why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to me? I still was making the changes. I just didn't understand why, what the, why this was happening to me. But in hindsight, looking at it, this, it was a blessing in disguise. Um, if I wouldn't have hit that rock bottom, I never would have lost the weight. Uh I never would have done this. I wouldn't have had the clients that I had. They wouldn't have had their fitness journeys. They wouldn't have had this impact or maybe they would have like, who knows what would have happened, but the things that have happened in my life that have led up to me being here right now with you wouldn't have happened. Right. Wouldn't have happened. Right. So you get, uh, I think this is something that we, relate to me and you i feel like we have a connection with this specifically because when uh so at age 18 i i was kicked out of my home mm-hmm. so like my stepdad said come home get your stuff and don't come back for a few days because mm-hmm. i don't want to see you, you know mm-hmm. so so i left and as soon as i left um i never came back and i told myself dude you're not gonna go back you're not gonna rely on nobody you're gonna do it yourself because you can do it yourself mm-hmm. you know so then i did and then uh then training was always always there no matter what right so then when I got into the military, you're away from, I was away from my family. I was away from, you know, everything. And then you're by yourself. Yeah. So like how you isolate yourself, I was isolated too. And yes, I have people there that were my brothers and sisters, you know, but right. they have their goals and their stuff right. like that. And they, and it's crazy because you start to find people. I, I, there's people who were orphans that were in there. There's people who were, same thing, kicked out of their home or have been homeless for the past two years and they finally joined, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So mm-hmm. so much cool stuff. Um, are so many great people and uh and but we all want to try to find ourselves in like these hard times you know so when i was in i got stationed training then became not me trying to get bigger because like i was a kid i was very small and i got pushed around a lot like in sports and stuff so i wanted to get big you know so i was like i'm gonna hit these these weights you know and uh so but when i went to the military and i was stationed there it was more of like i went by myself i went by myself and i would like I would hurt myself. Like I'd push my body to the point to where it was mm. so painful. Mm-hmm. And whenever we did stuff like uh, airborne uh, missions or we would do long ruck marches and stuff, I would always do an intense workout the day before to make sure I was like extremely sore. So the next day I could I can be in pain when I did it, you know. Mm. And I did that for like a toxic type of yeah. Thing. It sounds like it. I'm like this is very toxic. Yeah. <laughs> so so but it made me. It's crazy because it made me like a better soldier, right? People noticed me faster. I, I got promoted faster. I was that go-to dude. Like people, hey, Santiago, because they call you by your last name. Yeah. Like, Santiago this, Santiago that. He needs to go to the board. He needs to go to this. You know, he you know won the soldier of the month and he does this and that. So I was like constantly going and going and going. But because I was doing that to myself, right? But then that became, because then you begin to find who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, you begin to find yourself. And and then that became the point to where it was no longer creating like pain for myself, but saying like, you know what, dude, this is. It, you might think that you're putting so much pain into your body because you want to hurt yourself because you want to feel something, but that excruciating pain. Yes, and, yeah. it be, and it became something that made me better. Mm. Like as a and then when I realized that, I was like, dude, 
this is not me trying to damage myself. This is like, like this gift that God has given me that, that just keeps saying, keep coming, keep doing it. And eventually you're not going to be blind no more and you're going to see something. Mm. So I feel like you isolated yourself. So you put yourself like in a corner because you felt embarrassed and this yeah. is, and no one knows what's going through your mind. No yeah. one knows. Cause yeah, people were like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, uh, it's just very, it's very embarrassing. It's, it, yeah. I, I, I don't know how, how else to sweat. And I also cut my hair, very long hair. Right. I cut my hair and people were commenting See, it's, about it's crazy, my hair. Why, why we do that? Yeah. People were just like, well, I was, I, I had, Big bald patches, right? Big bald patches. Um, another symptom of lupus. Uh-huh. And so I, I cut my hair because I uh-huh. just, I was trying to like, oh, let it grow, let it grow back. Right. And people are just asking a lot of questions, like, what's wrong with you? What's, what's, why are you doing this or why? And it's just, I just, I just felt very just overwhelmed with like life and just everything that was being thrown at me. And right. just wanted, yeah, just to self isolate and just kind of isolate and just kind of figure out like what was going on, right. what was going on, and just. Yeah, take it just one step at a time and just figure things out. Yeah, health and fitness. I I talk about it a lot too, and, and I made I talked about it the other day, but we I feel like a lot of people have lost like sight on what health and fitness is. And social media is an amazing platform, right? We what we can do with it. I yeah. would never have met you maybe know, if yeah. we didn't have it, you know. Yeah. And uh, but I feel like people think like, hey, I have to look like this. I have to look like this because yeah. a woman should look like yes. this. Yeah. And, and same thing with a guy. A guy should look like this, you know. Mm-hmm. But in reality, like. The accomplishments from your client, like that, had nothing. And I'm not saying her her physique didn't change because I'm pretty sure it did. No, no, it did. Yeah, but yeah. it's you know that's everything else. Fucking badass. Yes, dude. That is so fucking badass. It's like you're like, you. that hypes me up. Like, yeah. If I were, I would be like, what? She did what in a year? Are you kidding me? Right. Like right. I to me, I I know so, and I think social media also like. Obviously, like it's it's glamorized and it's like this, yeah, and yeah, this, yeah. And this. But I also like the other side of social media where it's like, hey, look, take the filters off. I have cellulite. Mm-hmm. I have this. I have you know what my stretch marks. Whatever. I also like how it's like it, it's starting to be more genuine yes. and stuff like that, yes. more authentic. Mm-hmm. I I care about. Yes, I like the transformations. I, I love. The, who doesn't like the the weight loss transformations? Oh yeah, hey, bonus absolutely, stuff, man. Absolutely. Yeah. However. I also like those like behind behind the scenes things. Mm-hmm. I also like the like man. I like I see that. I I see that you're lifting more. I see that your mobility has improved. I see that your that your stamina has improved. Mm-hmm. I told a, a client that she's uh, it's her third week on on virtual workouts. I was like, Dude, I, I see that your stamina is improving. Like, way yeah. to fucking go, girl. Way to go. Uh-huh. I see you're not, you're not taking all you know you're not taking breaks and that no. you're really keeping up. Like. Yeah, dude. Even even if that. you didn't lose a yeah. pound or an inch, yeah. look at what's happening. Yes, yes. really, really. Uh-huh. Like you should be proud of yourself. And I tell them, like you should be proud of yourself. That you know, if you, how whenever you started, you weren't taking this time out of your day to, to dedicate to yourself, and now you are a step further where you were at. You know, prior to your step further, and you're taking this hour to yourself to make mm-hmm. yourself better. Like. Pat on your back for yeah. some self love. Way to fucking go. Exactly. Now what's the next step? What, yes. Now what are we gonna do? Now, right. Now now that we got our little golden star, what's the next thing that we're exactly. gonna do? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So like, don't get complacent. You know, yeah. keep keep it forward. Yeah. 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 And I think I think that's powerful. You know, I think uh, like whenever you accomplish something, that's huge. Mm-hmm. No matter what it is. Yeah. You know, no matter what, even yeah. people sometimes they feel discouraged. You know, like hey, yeah. they come to like a session. They're like, hey, so like it's been like a week. I haven't seen nothing change. You know, and I'm like, dude. First of all, Let me you're here. You. Okay, yes, so that's yes. that's one. Yes. Congratulations. Dude, you know yes, what I'm saying? Yes. Two, you've been going hard for me for a week. 
Congratulations. Thank you. Three. Yes. You know, you're you're drinking more water. You're coming here. You're showing up. You know, you're you're uh, you're feeling more uh, happy. You're confident. You're more energized. Yep. Congratulations. That's three. Yep. So you came to me today complaining yep. about this number yeah. or how your clothes yes. maybe aren't getting yes. you know fitting yes. right still. But you haven't even seen these amazing comments yes. that you have you know, done already. Yes. And that's, that to me will always blow my mind. Yes. You know? I have, well, like, I, so I don't sell like, se- like one session at mm-hmm. a time. I used to. When I first started out, I would sell like, here, drop in sessions or right. take, but then I had people that hadn't worked out in years or, you know, a, a long amount of time and they would come in and they wouldn't, some of them wouldn't be able to get past cardio and we do about 10 to 15 minutes cardio in the beginning right. and they wouldn't be able to get past that. They mm-hmm. would, sometimes they would throw up, they would quit, you know, what have you. They would be like, I'm not, I'm going to come back tomorrow and they're not, they don't, they come, don't come back. Yeah. So I, we, we, we do like uh, multiple sessions at a time and that way, like, Hey, we get over this one day hurdle, your day one hurdle, which is that's a know, hard one. Yeah. It's a day one hurdle. And uh-huh. I tell them like, Hey, look, you know, day one's going to be a little, it's going to be a little rough. We're going to take it at your own pace. Yeah. though. don't, you know, like listen, yeah, own yeah, pace. Yeah. Your okay? own pace. Listen the to training it. wheels are on today. <laughs> They're probably on for day two. Uh-huh. The other days we're going to take those training wheels off. Right. So it's going to be like, a re- it's going to be a real real class. <laughs> right. Right. And it's gonna be fun, but, but I tell them though, because yeah, because they'll, they'll get discouraged and they're mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm not seeing these results or I'm not seeing these things, and I'm like, hey, number one, you you should be so like pat on your back that you even said yes. I can't tell you how many DMs mm-hmm. I get, how many people visit the site, mm-hmm. and they are so on the fence about it. I can't tell you how many people I talk to, and they're they're so interested, they're so hyped up, they reach out, but they don't follow through with right. it. And I can't tell you how many people it's been a year and I just scroll up through the messages and it's like, Hey, it's me again. And it's several months later. And I'm like, Hey, what's up? Like, what right. can I do for you? I'm, I'm interested. And they just don't follow through. Right. So number one, fucking pat on the back. Yeah. For yeah. just sign, for just following through with it. And then to just exactly like you're saying, you're showing up, you're doing these things. Like it's, ba- it's really, really is just baby steps. Like getting to the gym. I can't tell you how many times I'm sitting in the gym for like, or in the parking lot for 20 minutes. And I'm like, Andrea, your yeah. pre-workout is like kicking. I'm like this in, the, like, in there and I'm like coincide. I'm sweating in my car. And uh-huh. like, I'm like, but I don't want to go in. I'm just going to sit like this for 20 minutes in the parking lot and just right. drive back home. Right. But like it's, it is. It, and that's me six years later. Just like, I don't want to go in the gym. I don't want to go in the gym. I'm just going to go in the gym for cardio. But I feel like woo-woo, when yeah. I come out there, like it, it's these little baby accomplishments that people don't see or they don't talk about right. that are really just they're they're a little that's a golden star that's a golden star you don't necessarily like i know people are like what's your what's your goal in in a month and it's like i want to lose 10 pounds and underneath that it should be like i showed up for all of these days i did this i signed up for your program i i you know i drink more water i'm eating a little healthier i'm self-loving myself i'm putting myself first i'm prioritizing myself i'm setting an example my coworkers are noticing that i'm losing flip the page let's keep going i'm getting goosebumps talking about it like dude you're you're doing so many things that you don't even realize that you're doing Uh you really Uh are like you're adding time back to your life you're doing so many things for yourself it's it's amazing like yes fuck that fuck that number on the scale yes, like dude. exactly dude, yes. exactly and that's the, just by you and it sounds so much better like i'm gonna lose 10 pounds okay cool that's one yeah and then compared to that list you said dude yeah. there's like 25 plus Other freaking things, things. That, yeah, that you've been accomplishing right yes. like we're not trying to you know this is why this is where i feel like um you know social media or magazines or movies have yeah. set back down because yeah. like i want to look like that yeah dude those people are are doing so okay so i had a guy uh, on the show too logan franklin he lives here mm-hmm. 
and he's uh, bodybuilding, right? And he wants to go to, to the Olympia, and he wants to win it, mm. right? But what he does is that's his passion, right? Okay, so that's what he loves to do, and he's building and building and building and building. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that 16-year-old kid who is watching him has yeah. to look like that. Yeah. You just show up to the gym, and even he, when he talks about it, it's the same thing, you know? Show up to the gym, and girls might look at you and be like, I want to look like Andrea. She has a nice body. She looks like this. And then it's like... You are a set example, but then you also talk about it, just like how he does too. And, and people should strive to be the best self that they can yes. be, you know, because yes. you are different than them, you know. And, and yes. they can get progress faster than you or less faster than you, you yes. know, who knows. But we should strive to just take the steps, be consistent, yes. and just see what it does to your body. Yes, yeah. to, their, to their body. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that. I love that, like, whenever clients are like, I, you know, I want to do this, I want to I look like you, I want to look like you. It's like... Look, Stop saying that. Yeah, like no, you're gonna look like you. You're uh-huh. going to look like like look. We're gonna we're gonna do, and I'm, I'm going to get you the results that you want for your body and what have you. But like, I do. I, I work out. I have my set regimen. I eat the certain way that I eat. And and people ask me how many times do you go to the gym a week. I'm like I go about maybe three to four times a week. But I also do virtual classes. Mm-hmm. And then they're like oh and, and like behind the scenes I, for my leg day, I spend about two and a half hours in the gym. Yeah. Like, uh, this has taken a lot of dedication, yeah. a lot of dedication. And I, yes. don't, I don't want someone hearing that being like, womp, womp. Like, I'm <laughs> never going to. No, girlfriend, girlfriends, anybody listening, this started out with me as a big girl going for 20 minutes. I, you know, I had an hour lunch at my corporate oil and gas job. And I would go and I worked out in Greens Point, which those that don't know Houston, <laughs> it, is, it is called AKA Guns Point. Yeah. It's called AKA Guns Point. It didn't matter. It was, uh-huh. I'm from the hood. It doesn't matter. I would go walk out at that park during my lunchtime in the summertime mm-hmm. and I would just go walk mm-hmm. for 20 minutes at mm-hmm. the park. And then I would heat my lunch up. I'd come back to work and I, yeah, I didn't smell the best. I would give myself a little wipe down. I would, <laughs> what so, happened? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And then I, and then I ended up getting a gym membership and then I would go do 20 minutes of cardio during lunch. Mm-hmm. I'd come back, you know what, like it just, it slowly just built up from there. I didn't wake up one day or whatever. I, I, you know, told you guys earlier, it took four years for me to get to this. Like, stick with it whatever whoever's listening to to me right now and and you know has discouragement or is like i'm never going to get to this i'm never going to you will if you stay consistent Mm. with what you're doing or if you're not seeing results with what you're doing go and hire a trainer go and hire a coach go and hire someone that has proven results and go go seek professional help when you when you need that's what you do with a doctor exactly when you when you need someone to you know look at a wound to look at an ailment of yours you go to a doctor when you Mm. need someone whatever when you need a professional you hire a professional so go hire a professional and have them look at it learn what you can and then you know go from there yeah exactly yep yeah and i always tell people like it's it's as simple as this so you have your book and your front cover is a picture of how you look like right now Mm -hmm. but in that book are hundreds of chapters that have all these things you know and it's like someone that's brand new you've been sedentary or something happened and there's something too that i have learned is whenever someone's in the gym and they might have looked overweight mm-hmm. or maybe some guy or a girl is skinny, they're trying to fill in, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be the one that was like, you know, like, I wonder why. This is before. Like, mm-hmm. very immature guy, you know. And, you know, you growth, would. Growth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, I would kind of be the, the judgment kind of person. You know, mm-hmm. like, I, like, why did they let themselves get like that? Mm-hmm. Why, you know. And then it turned to me like. Now where it's like you don't know what happened. What the story you is. don't know if yep. she had lost yep. maybe her whole family in a car accident yeah. and then now she's depressed yeah. and she gave she gave up yeah. for ten years. 
You don't know these things. So don't judge people. And then, um, so that's something that I have learned a lot of. And, uh, and they don't have their book yet, you know, like let them fill, you gotta fill in your book. You gotta write it in. Ooh, that's gonna make me cry. You know? That is so. I feel like it's passion. Yeah, no, there, I, I, ooh, you're gonna make me like divulge some things. Um, I, I, I had somebody in my life that was very critical of other people and the way that other women, especially other overweight women looked. And she herself was very overweight and had lost a tremendous amount of weight and was just very critical. Like, Oh, you know, this person's very overweight or this person looks like this. And it's just, just very, very negative about it. And I just, I like, it's like, yeah, you don't, you don't know someone's story Mm -hmm. and being overweight. Like I, knowing knowing what it feels like to be overweight yeah. and that person was also overweight as well like i could never i i gained my weight so after i had each kid i gained about maybe 20 pounds and lost it within the first week after having each kid so people have asked me oh you gain you have two kids you gained the weight because of your kids no no i didn't gain the weight it's crazy how we no. like to assume yeah right? yeah and i was like no excuse me i did not yeah. i i worked out <laughs> i actually i i throughout your pregnancy elliptical. i did the elliptical yeah hey, that's working out it's yeah. movement yeah because i i wanted i wanted those babies to slip out like butter yeah. like no i just i wanted them out <laughs> out no yeah good good um, but no that that wasn't it i gained the weight um i was at a corporate job and my management wasn't the best it was very very stressful they they stressed me out tremendously i was there for almost six years um and i just stress ate i just stress ate. i had right. very long hours i always had to have my phone i remember even just being at disney world on the, like the teacups and like having to like answer <laughs> emails while I'm oh the tea no yeah. so you can't enjoy life yeah so i just i was just very very distressed out and just just continue to eat right yeah. and then, yeah and i just i ate my emotions yeah and people don't know yeah people and, know and i still i I have done a lot better job with coping with my emotions and just developed he- like healthier habits. Yes. So in- instead of like I'm sad, I'm gonna reach. I'm gonna eat my Snickers. You know, eat this. Eat eat my hatred. Eat uh-huh. my eat my sadness or whatever yeah. with the Snickers. It's like no, I'm gonna go put on my wrap or go put on rock or whatever it is my EDM Something. and then just go work out my frustration and yeah. go work out my anger and it, I feel so much better. I'm gonna right. release all these endorphins and I'm just and on top of that I'm gonna take my little selfie. And yeah, I'm gonna dude, I'm so like good. what? Yeah, yeah. I feel so pumped, so good when I leave the gym and right. I did something positive for myself as opposed to something negative to Mm -hmm. myself i'm only hurting myself Mm -hmm. or i'm only benefiting myself yeah Yeah, right see so one thing that i want to ask you too is okay you had you well you currently still have right but hypothyroidism right yes okay so that was before yes okay so you had that and you got that at a young age i got that right after my i had my second son okay i went to like a weight i wasn't able to really like I was like hitting like a plateau with my weight and I went to like a weight loss clinic okay. and they were like, Oh, you have to get blood work, whatever. So I, I got blood work and then they were like, um, Hey, before we can prescribe you these, these medications, uh, just want to let you know you're hypothyroid. And I was like, what is that? And they let me know, Oh, it's your, it affects your thyroid. So your thyroid uh, is a little butterfly gland oh. right here uh-huh. in your throat. It affects your, you have mood swings, your, um, your menstrual cycles, your skin, your uh, metabolism, your energy. That's the that's the foundation yes. gland of all hormones, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. So, yes, it yeah, is. I learned about that too. Yes. That so I had nice. no Control. idea yeah. what it was, and my I heard it from my family. I heard it 
Um, my husband had to, or he was my boyfriend at the time, but, um, or not his ex-husband, but, um, he had he it had, too. No, 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 but he had to oh. deal with all that. So right. like, I had no idea why, why I was having these mood swings and why I was g- going through like depressions and through spells and why I was so ex- exhausted. And, you know, he'd come home from work and I, I had my baby and I had my older son and, you know, the house wasn't clean or, you know, things, you know, and he, he it's it's that could be very frustrating. I could understand why that was frustrating, right. but but you don't know what's going on too. Yeah, but I have no idea what was going on. So it was like it was like Andrea, get, yeah. your, get yourself together. But it's like I don't know what's wrong. Because you can't. Me. Yeah, I, and at that point, I, I hadn't gone to the weight loss clinic. Those, so I I just couldn't I couldn't figure out like I'm I'm so tired. Oh, it's probably because the baby. I, you know, and the, at that point, um. I think my son was almost a year old and I was like, okay, this is not, this is no longer. It's been a year. Yeah. He's sleeping through the night already. Like I had breastfed for nine months, but I'm like, he's sleeping. He's been sleeping through the night. What's the issue here? Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, maybe maybe I need to go get like B12 shots. And that's, then that's why I went. I was like, I need energy, I need energy. I'm going to get B12 shots. Um, And then they were like, okay, before we can give you these shots. We got to test you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get your blood work done. Right. And so, and they got my blood work done. They were like, oh, this is why you're so exhausted because you're hypothyroid. So I, I, Strong, I strongly urge anybody that feels just like weak, tired, just to go get blood okay. work. Yeah. yeah. To get a pain. Like, yeah. Just see what your cholesterol is like. See what your, see what your glucose levels are mm-hmm. like. See if you're pre-diabetic, if you're going to have a, a heart attack, you know, by this, by the, the, the way that we eat nowadays. I mean, I, I'm so glad that we're, you know, there's more, you know, vegan options and vegetarian options. I'm a meat eater. Mm-hmm. However, like. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got I, to. I, yeah. I love my meat. I love my meat. <laughs> but, but the way that, you know, we're, our life expectancy is like. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's 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 so I I strongly urge anybody that just feels like something's wrong with me, I don't know what it is, go get a panel. Mm-hmm. Go get a panel, even if you don't have insurance less than a hundred bucks. Yeah. Just yeah, just go get your labs done and just you're able to see like it'll give you a big old H for high or a little <laughs> L for low and you're able to that's see right there like something's wrong. <laughs> Google it. Google uh-huh. it guys, Google it guys. Yeah, that's I think uh I kinda wanna make it a habit to where at least you get some sort of like test yearly. Yeah. yeah. You know, because I think we should. Absolutely. Um, especially whenever you hit a certain age, you know, because yeah. you know, we begin to like sort of deteriorate yeah. or begin the aging process yes, negatively yes, after yeah. like 30, 35. Yeah, absolutely. You know? yeah, yeah. And then when you don't take care of yourself and give your body what it needs, then it's going to speed it up. Yep. And But you know, if you do what you got to do, then you'll basically, I guess, in like sim- simple thrive. words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll, you'll have just a, a better quality life if you yeah. do, you know, use the supplements that you're supposed to use. If you do, you know, maybe your body needs a little bit more vitamin D because, mm-hmm. you know, you have osteoporosis in your family or whatever. Right. Or you live so, somewhere that yeah, doesn't have yeah, sun. Exactly. Yeah. So then, okay, well, then let me get some more vitamin D or let me take a you know, vitamin D supplement or what, what have you. Right. Yeah. Yep, that's crazy. Yeah, that's nice. And that's, that's good that you did that. Do you think that you had the hypothyroid during the pregnancy? Do you think... Ooh, probably. You think so? I was so? very tired. Yeah, I was very tired. And I, I would, but it's you said this is after your second. This is after my second one. Yeah, so the my first, first one, one you're totally okay. fine. Yeah, totally fine. Wow. Um, my second one, I would always take naps, but that's pregnancy. Yeah, so right. Every right, pregnancy right. is different. That's crazy. But I would, I would always take, I would always take naps. So I think it probably just flared up, right, or something. Yeah. And then that just went into, and then after the second one, then Lucas came a few years it, after. It came. I had that. My second son. I had him in twenty ten. Mm-hmm. Um. So no, it came. Yeah, four years, four years later. Four years later. Four years, yeah. Dang. So you have. So you got hypothyroid like not not too long ago, mm-hmm. and then lupus. Mm-hmm. So like, do you feel like something else is gonna come up in the future? Um, 
I've even I don't know. It. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. Because <laughs> with God, me, <laughs> no, never. I feel like with me, like, I feel like if something were to keep happening like this, you become an expert in your diagnosis, right? So once you have one autoimmune disease, um, they kind of all start like, hmm, like they, they're all yeah, checking it out. Yeah, you're more, you're more prone, you're more right. susceptible to get other ones. Um, that's hard to say. But do you um, live in fear? No, no. And See, I'm kind of like, whatever happens, yeah. happens. Mm-hmm. Like I take pretty good care of myself. And I mean, I told you earlier, like my knees hurt, my joint, you know, certain joints hurt yeah. from time to time. Um, but I take pretty good care of myself. So no, I'm not worried if anything happens, like uh-huh. I'll, I'll deal with it. Right. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't live in fear. I don't live good. in worry or stress. Yeah. Just whatever, whatever's going to happen in life. i it's life. I'm going to deal with it. Right. Yeah. One thing that we were talking about before that I wanted to bring up, which was, I think, very powerful, especially for, I feel like uh, girls deal with a lot more of like the body positivity, self-love, stuff like that, um, through my experiences at least, than guys do. But I feel like only because males don't want to be voice vulnerable it. enough to voice it. Yeah. Girls, they're, they're more able to. Yeah. So I feel like it's the only reason why. You know, so guys, dude, don't be scared, man. You got to say something, yeah, you know, say something. and then you're not going to be more feminine. So I had a, I had a, uh, ex-boyfriend <clears throat> once who is very self-conscious about his calves, extremely See? self-conscious about his calves right. to the point where, um, sometimes like I would have to like crop out like pictures or like he would, yeah, he would just like say things about his calves and I was like, and if you were Does to voice it, yeah. if you were to voice it, you would finally realize that, dude, there's a lot of people that are yeah, that have like yeah. that are genetically built to a certain way that yes. they have that, and they might feel, yes. you know, um, self conscious about those things. Yeah. You know, no matter what they do, same thing with yes. other people. No matter what they do, they can't seem to lose weight. Yes. Sometimes, no matter what people do, yes. they can't build muscle as fast as other people yes. in certain areas. Yes, there's some know? women that nat- naturally are big breasted. There's some yeah. women that are. They just don't have that. There's some women that naturally have big butts. There's some women that they have to build it. Right. It's, it's just life, man. It's just life. Like that's, what it is. That's the body that you're given. Right. And you do, you know, what, but like, that's okay though. That, yeah. That's, oh, that's okay. That's just work body. on it, man. Yeah, Come on. your body. Yeah, yeah, work on it. But one yeah. thing that you said earlier that I loved is that even whenever you were the big Andrea and then the skinny Andrea, you always still loved yourself. Yes. I think that is what people should always take. Yes. So I, I didn't realize, um... I think we were talking about like how, yeah, when I was I almost took 240 pounds in that, like if, if I, cause most people feel gross. Like they feel yeah, like, like, Oh, I'm so big and I'm so, this. but you still I felt mean, like sexy as a woman. I still felt, I mean, I had times where like, I mean, I wore like baggy clothes and right. stuff like that, but I mean, I still, but never like, to like hide. It was more to like, I, just feel comfortable. I mean, it was a little bit to like hide my roles and uh-huh. stuff like that, but I still, I mean, I still felt like, I still felt cute. I still felt yeah. sexy. And my ex-husband never made me feel any different. I don't think I ever, I I had like sexy lingerie pictures right. and stuff like that as a bigger girl. I never felt, um, I never felt like disgusted with my body or anything like that until I saw myself in pictures. And, right. that's, and that's when I was like. Mm, I really look like like I think that's yeah that's when I was like wait I really look like this right um but other than that no I I loved myself I loved the way I looked like it I didn't love the way I looked I I liked the way I looked I knew I needed to lose weight um but 
I didn't, yeah, I just, I, I embraced it. Like, I just thought it was a really thick, curvy girl. Yeah. 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 And then. I really did. It, even whenever you lost all that weight and it became really thin, was it still the same? It, re- it was. Let me tell you this. Okay. Let okay. me tell you okay, this. Okay. I, I didn't think anything was wrong with me. I didn't think anything was wrong with me until other people decided to tell me I didn't have a butt anymore or that I had lost my boobs. When See? other people decided to tell me their fucking opinions, See? Yes. that's when I was like, oh, I, I, but I don't have a butt? And that's what, oh, that's what millions of people I do. I don't have a boobs anymore? Right. right. Oh, and it's like, guys... Tell anybody your, your their opinions yeah. that like that is an unsolicited opinion, and and I'm guilty of the same thing. I, and so I'm being a hypocrite right now. I try, I really try like to be. But you got it's uh, yes, what we got to work on. Yes, Growth. it's it's it but really really on. is. I, I really try like they didn't ask for your opinion. Like mm, you know, zip it up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I just I don't think I really knew um, how big I was until somebody made some someone made that comment or like you know I would just I would hide it a little bit, but I still dressed. I still dress like cute. And then again, when I was really small, I don't think I knew those things until someone made those comments. Right. That's what it always takes sometimes. Yeah. But then, then they plant comments. something inside you. Yeah. So sometimes like it's like, it's like yeah. a little complex and it's like, but I, and so I'm and at that point it. now. Yes. Now yes. I'm at the point now where I will like, I'll know. Okay. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm in the cutting stage now. Right. So yes, my, my butt's going to, my butt's getting a little smaller. Right. I'm fine with that. And if a client... Because you're in control, friend, too. Yeah, exactly. So right. a client or a friend says, your butt's getting smaller or, you know, you're getting lean or whatever it is. Like, I know what I'm doing here. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't... It just... it. I don't... I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I know what I'm doing and I don't care. Right. I really don't care about other people's opinions. Right. Like, it doesn't... On my body, like, I, I, I don't care. Right. I don't care. Yeah. Right. And I feel like people should just be so confident and like rock solid in who they are and really just embrace who you are. Embrace who you are so that when someone tells you, like tries to like nitpick at whatever little thing it is, it's like, sister or brother, <laughs> that doesn't mean <laughs> anything to me. Uh-huh. That slides right off right my off butter. Me. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That doesn't, you like your opinion doesn't mean anything to me. Mm-hmm. I know who I am. I know what I look like. I know like I love those things. That stretch mark, I love that. That mole, I love that. Uh-huh. That weird little eye twitch that I do, I love I that. Because like, that's uh, me. Yeah, that's me. That's right. me. That, that's that's what makes me me right, right now. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's good. I think that, that is um, very powerful for anyone to take, yeah. you know, in, in their teen, especially when they're becoming a woman or, or, or a guy, you know, like mm-hmm. it's like um, you go through those stages where you're trying to find who you are yeah. and those stages are hard yeah. and then you learn about yourself, you know, and, and yes, reaching out for help is always going to help, but you need to, you know, um, those switches in your head, yeah. you know, the mentality growth that we, we go through is very important to take and, and analyze every step of the way, you know? Yeah. So if someone right now is feeling like they are taking those things and they're like, it really hurts them, you know, like, ah, oh, why is that? He said this, she said this, and it just hurts me. It's been like yeah. two days, and it's still in my freaking head. Yeah. You know, why? Why is it in your head? Go do something about it. If you yes. go do something, and then yes. now it's gone, now you know. Yeah. Just like if you have a headache, you know, and I don't recommend this, but if you got a headache, then you take a painkiller. Why? Because you know. Yeah. So if something else happens to you again, then now you know. Okay, you know what? It might have hurt, but this is how I'm going to deal with it. And, yeah. And it's going to make me better. You know, and I think that is... uh the self-empowerment that we all should take no matter who you are even if you don't want to join or do a you know health and fitness journey right, or if right. you don't want to look like that girl or whatever but everyone's health is 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 essential yes. you should have it and yeah. you have people who love you. you have moms dads that love you 
you have people that you might be impacting every single day or, you know, anything. You're, you're still valuable in this world no matter who you are. Sometimes we just don't see it. But, um, you know, those, those things that you go through that are hard, I feel like those are, like, good times to thrive in. You know, you should try to, like, you've been through all your stuff. You know, you've been through a variety of different things. Yeah. But it's made you who you are today. Like, same thing with me, you know, and, and same thing with all you've the clients. You've grown through it. You yeah. didn't just go through it, like, go through the motions and just let it make you bitter. You made it, you made it, you let those things, or you allowed those things to make you better. Mm-hmm. And you, you, like, grew through them. You learned from them. You set the standards, like, for yourself through them. And, like, that you could have just been like, I'm alone. I'm isolated. I'm a lone wolf. I'm this. I'm that. I'm just going to go through the army. I'm just going to do my one tour yeah. or whatever yeah. it is. Like, mm, mm, mm. Mm-hmm. but instead, like you took that, you progressed, mm-hmm. you made th- something of yourself. Like you continually just like set like new heights for yourself. Like that's, that says something like right. you took a, a not so good circumstance and just were like, nope, I'm going to like life gives you lemons. You made lemonade. Hell yeah. That's, that's what people should do. Like, Hey, look, this thing that people say is not the best. Like I'm going to, I'm it's it's wonderful to me. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful to me. Like yeah. it's a masterpiece to me. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, girl. Dang, this is this has been a good conversation. I like you have so much, so much for it. You know, I can't even like label it. There's no word for it yet. You got so much Andrea for it. That's what I'm gonna call it, right? <laughs> Thank you. But uh, for anyone out there, and we'll we'll make this specific. Anyone that might have uh, hypothyroidism or or lupus, mm-hmm. um, and you can even if you don't have that, and you might be suffering right now with something that is new to your life. What um what words of advice would you give someone right now that might be going through some times like that? Definitely to reach out, mm-hmm. to reach out, to not isolate, um, and just to know like your circumstance that's that doesn't defi- like it's not the end all be all. Like just because you're going through it now, to think back in a time of your life where you were going through something where you were like, oh god, this is the end all be all. I'm never gonna live to see another day. I don't know how I'm gonna. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. Whether it was a breakup, losing your job, you had to move from your house, whatever it was, you know, losing a loved one, mm-hmm. whatever unfortunate circumstance that's happened to you in the past, you live to see another day. You lived, you know, you lived through that issue. You lived through that through that circumstance. So in whatever circumstance that you're going through right now, whether it be you're diagnosed with hypothyroidism, you, you will live through this and don't just live through it, thrive through it. Know Mm. that like you people, other people, you can be like a testament to people. You can be a witness to people and, and go like really grow through that. Like, okay, yes, you know, you're hypothyroid or you're lupus or, you know, you've been diagnosed with diabetes or whatever, but like it's not a death sentence. Like unless someone gives you, you know, you have a month, but even then like you had a, you had a month to go live your life. Like to go do something. Yes. Yes. Go live your best life. Like what, whatever it is, it's not a, whatever it is. It's not a death sentence. Mm-hmm. It's a divorce. is not a death sentence. Um, it's I thought it was a death sentence for right. me, and it's not. It, we're both living our best lives. We're both co-parent. We both live our best lives. Good, I good. thought being laid off from my corporate job a year ago, I was like, oh god, what am I going to do now? It's not a death sentence. I'm both. I'm thriving. I'm living my best life. Whatever it is that you're going through, it's not the end all be all. It's this is a chapter in your life. The pages will turn. That chapter will end, and you go on to a new chapter. And right. just think of it like that. You. Maybe you don't see the light right now, but you will begin to see that light at the end of the tunnel and it'll get bigger and bigger and you'll be out of it. Boom. Write your book. Yeah. Just write it up. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Yes. So if anyone right now is listening and just like relates to you, can, can, they're feeling something right now. They're emotionally attached to everything you've been doing or you've been talking about and stuff you've been through. Um, if someone wants to reach out to you, like say thank you or ask you a question or 
or find some sort of help through you? Yeah. Where's like the best place for people to find you? Um, Instagram. Instagram or our website. So Instagram, okay. I'm constantly on Instagram. That's probably the best actually place to reach me. That's why I reached out to you. So. Yeah, yep. yeah. So Instagram. So do I give them my Instagram? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, Instagram uh, is Andrea, A-N-D-R-E-A dot bold body fit. Yes. Um, I like it too, by the way. And then, thank you. Yes. And then the website is boldbodyfitnesshouston.com. Uh, Nice. Yeah. Yes, I yeah. like it all. Thank you. That was good. That was good. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So if you are right now listening and you are related to this or you're enjoying everything that Andrea said and you just feel like someone else can use this, all we want is for you to share it out to your best friend, your gym buddy, your mom, dad, brother, sister, neighbor, coworker, whoever, anyone who could use some push or some motivation or some words of encouragement to help you get out of a funk or help them get out of a funk. It's very important for us to be with each other and help people through hard times because just like Andrea said, it's really good to reach out for help. And sometimes if you just kind of poke in and say, hey, is everything okay? You know, that can help somebody, y'all. Um, but thank you, y'all, for listening to another episode here on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. I'm your host, Coach Matt, guest speaker, Andrea Elliott. And as usual, y'all, get out there, train hard. Live strong. All right, everybody. Peace. Bye. You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode or guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.